Nigel. Yeah? Isn't that just inspirational? That, I just love that. And I've always thought that um, if I was ever to make a financial investment, um, I think in a tea towel company just before Christmas, <laughs> the sale of tea towels must just go up. Um, or perhaps they're not. Perhaps they're genuine Middle Eastern headdresses. I don't know. Well, it's great to be with you for this third week. And those of you who are regular here at uh, Abbey Church will know that I've had the privilege of being with you for the last uh, two weeks. And this is my third Sunday with you. And we've been uh, looking at the overall title, Christmas Presents. You may have noticed on your seats there's a little booklet called Christmas Presents. And this is a present to each one of you. So please take them away with you. And we've been looking at some of the things that are in that book. And um, I want to just very quickly think back of what we looked at over the past two weeks and one or two other things which I've got in the stocking here. I tell you, one of the best feelings in the world, I think, is that sort of feeling at the outside of a stocking or a sock on Christmas Eve. I, I still remember as a child just feeling at the bottom of the bed where my mum and dad put the sock and that feeling, knowing I shouldn't open it just yet and trying to guess what those things were. So, I mean, I mean have, a, have, have a feel. What do you think might be in there? Guess? Soap. No, no, there's not any soap, but it's a great guess. Anyone else? Go on. No, it's not Nigel, is it Steve? Sorry, Steve. Go on, do donkeys know anything? What's in there? A book. No, it's not a book. I'll, show, I'll tell you what's in there. First, well, first thing that's in here is, if I can find it, a not just a mirror, a pink, pink mirror. Yeah, that's no significance in that. It's the only one I've got. Um, <laughs> a mirror, yeah. Those Christmas presents books that you've got there tell us a number of reasons why Jesus came. And I think the very first one in the book, and we looked at it two weeks ago, is Jesus came to show us what God is like. Oh, what a handsome fella. <laughs> um, I went to a very big church called the Cathedral a few years ago. And high up, ceilings much higher than this, there were some beautiful carvings and paintings. And people were walking around, looking up, bumping into each other, trying to catch a glimpse of what was above them. And I noticed that those who ran the cathedral had put on a table, probably about the size of this black table here, a mirror. And it was on wheels, and you could move it around. And you didn't have to go around stretching up, looking at things up there, bumping into people. You could just pull the mirror over and look into the mirror, and there, reflected in the mirror, was all the beautiful paintings and carvings up there. Sometimes we get a bit of a crick in the neck trying to understand what God is like. Oh, I wonder what he's like. Is it a bit like this? Oh, can't quite see, can't quite understand. Jesus came to show us what God is like. He's the mirror that we can look into. And all we need to understand about God could be seen in Jesus Christ. That's one reason why Jesus came, to show us what God is like. Right, what else have I got in here? Lots of things in here. I hope it's... Oh, there it is. There it is. Right. Okay. Da, 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 da. Oh. Now, those of you on the front row, 
What is that? What is it? It's a helicopter. But it's not just any old helicopter. <laughs> like it was a pink mirror, it's a yellow helicopter. But um, what does it say at midwife? What does it say on the side? Royal Air Force Rescue. It's the biggest I could buy. Okay. Royal Air Force Rescue. I was um, on a summer camp a few years ago with a lot of uh, young people and children as well. We're by the seaside, and uh, one of the young people had bought an inflatable boat, and he got into it, and the wind caught the boat with him in it and blew him right out to sea. And somebody came running up to me and said, Ivor, I've forgotten the, the guy's name, but uh, John, we'll call him John. John's been blown out to sea in his rubber dinghy. And so I went back to the house where we were camping, and I got the phone, I rang 999, and for the first time in my life, I didn't ask for the police or the ambulance or the fire service. I asked for the Coast Guard. And they put me through to the Coast Guard, and I said, uh, I gave them the name of the beach, and I said, somebody's just been blown out to sea in their dinghy. And just a few moments later, one of these, much bigger than this, this is scale model, one of these flew over our campsite and went out to sea, and a man came out, and we could see it all happening about half a mile out to sea. A man came out, and he picked up the lad from the boat. And I remember the lad said to us afterwards, I wanted him to rescue the boat as well. <laughs> and they said, we're not having that. And that blew away once he was out of it, and he was rescued. We looked at last Sunday a sentence that came from the very lips of Jesus, where he said, I have come to seek and to save the lost Jesus is God's rescue mission to help us. We've all got problems, some big, some small. But the heart of the human problem, somebody says, is the problem of the human heart. There's something inside we need help with. And God sent Jesus to rescue us. So that's another reason why Jesus came. Now, this one's going to be easier to find, I hope. I did check they were all in there. Ah, yes. So Jesus came to show us what God is like. Jesus came to rescue us. Here's another reason why Jesus came. What's that? What is it? It's prit. Yes. It's a glue stick. Other glues are available. All right? <laughs> what does glue do? Yeah, it sticks things together. That's what they do. Because of the things we've done wrong, because we say no to God, our relationship with God has been broken. For us, it seems like God is a million miles away. For some people, it seems like God doesn't exist. It's not that God is a million miles away. It's certainly not that God doesn't exist. The problem is, because we've done things wrong, he seems like he's distant a million miles away. Jesus came into this world to bring us to God. I bet you've never thought Jesus is like a piece of prit. What I'm saying is that Jesus brings us back together and joins us back to God. That's one of the reasons why he came. The Bible says that Jesus came to bring us to God. So Jesus came to show us what God is like. Jesus came to rescue us. Jesus came to bring us to God. Now, let me get... I've got a few bits of paper in here, but I've got to get the right one because this is my favorite present if I ever got one at Christmas. Oh, here we are. Brown envelopes. Don't you just love brown envelopes? 
And at Christmas, what is usually in brown envelopes? Oh, yeah, money. <laughs> That's right. Now, this is not real money. I got this in the summer thinking this would be really useful for something. It's a load of tissues. But £10 note tissues. Now, they don't look real from a distance, you know, from about the back row. <laughs> All right, they don't look too bad here, do they? The Bible likens the things that we do wrong, and we've all done things wrong, some big, some small. The Bible likens the things that we do wrong like going into debt. And every time we do things wrong, we get further and further into debt. That means some of us are really big time in debt. Some of you perhaps haven't done quite so much wrong yet, but you're already running up a bill. We're in debt. And one day we're going to have to settle that debt. And not even Wonga will help us. So when you're in debt and you need to clear your debt, what do you need to do? You need to go to somebody who's in credit. So I'm in debt. I've done quite a few things wrong. And one day I'm going to have to settle my debt. So can I go to Roger, who was leading the service, and say, Roger, can you help me with my debt? He'll say to me, no way. I've got a bigger debt than you. So, I'll go to his wife, Hazel. She's much better. But Hazel, can you help me with my debt? No. Because although she might be a bit better, we think, and these are all wrong measures, I know, but we might think, well, Hazel's a nicer person than Roger. So Hazel can help me. But no, she can't help me because she's in debt. In fact, if I go to anybody in this room, can you help me with my debt? I've done things wrong. Can you help me settle my debt? All of you will say, no, we've all done things wrong. We are all in debt. We need to go to somebody who's in credit, don't we? And there's only one person who has never thought or said or done anything wrong, and that is the perfect Jesus Christ. He never did things wrong. So he's in credit. And Jesus said this, I have come to give my life as a ransom for many. He came to settle our debt. He's the only one that can do it because he's the only perfect person who has ever lived. So Jesus came to show us what God is like. Jesus came to rescue us. Jesus came to bring us to God. Jesus came to settle our debt to give his life as a ransom. And I want to show you a bit more about that with this final thing I've got in here, which is a bit tatty. I guess we've all sent or given Christmas cards this year, and this is a bit of a strange card. Let me just show you what's in it, because there are two bits to it. First of all, the card bit here has got bits cut out. One is a picture of a a head, and that's to represent me or you, all right? On the other side, it's a picture of a cross to represent Jesus. Okay, so that's the card. On this piece of card here, I've got a list of some of the things that we do wrong. As I said a few moments ago, we all do things wrong. Lies, cheating, stealing, murder. Oh, I've never murdered, no. But there have been times when I've been so angry with people, I could have throttled them. And some of us have felt like that. Oh, I could, that person. So we're perhaps not as innocent as we think. Greed, hypocrisy, dishonesty. 
We've all done all of those things wrong. I'm going to put that list, and some of us could add to that list, in that card underneath that picture of me. Because it describes what I'm like on the inside. I'm not perfect. None of us are. I could put your name under there. But as I said a few moments ago, Jesus, of course, never did anything wrong. The only perfect man who had ever lived. But when he went to that cross, at the time we celebrate Good Friday and Easter, and when he died on the cross, the Bible says that God made Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us. All the wrong things that you've done, all the wrong things that I've done, were put on the perfect Jesus. And he was punished as if he was the most wicked man who had ever lived. But Jesus says, it's for this very purpose I came. This is why I came, to take away the sin of the world. Oh, thank you, Jesus, that you came and you did that. But more than that, because Jesus has been punished for all the wrong things I've done, I need not be punished. It doesn't mean that I've never done anything wrong, but no, God treats me as if I was Jesus, as if I'd done nothing wrong. And that's why Jesus came, to give his life, to take our sin, so that we could be forgiven. There's a whole lot of reasons why Jesus came, but I think that is such a special one. Now, it says more about this on those booklets. Please take them. Uh, If it's stuff that you know and you believe, we'll take it. You can perhaps pass that booklet on to somebody else. Read it. If you want to know more about it, come back to Abbey at some time, perhaps over the Christmas period, perhaps in the new year. As Roger said right at the very beginning, this is not just kid stuff. This is very grown-up stuff. This is adult stuff that we need to respond to. But thank you, God, that you sent Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you came and for all that you did for us. Let's pray together before I hand back to Roger. Thank you, Jesus, for coming. Thank you for all that you have done, that you have done for us. For us who sometimes just don't think of you, take no account of you. But thank you that you came. Thank you that you can show us what your Father, God, is like. Thank you for going for that cross for us. Help us, to understand, help us to understand these things. Help us to do something about it, we pray. For we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen.